1: Thinky Girl the Podcast. Think Girl the Podcast, episode eleven, as in seven eleven. Ha ha. Oh. What? Oh, what? no. I don't know. She's a bit delirious <laughs> now. It's Stacey June with you. We're joined by Christy Mercer and Danny Poller. Hi, Beatrice. Hey, hey uh, What's up? Hey girls. Hey. Um, we do this hey, girls, podcast. Can I Ooh.
2: just do a quick um, headline? that uh, Christy and I are on phones. So sometimes I talk over Christy a lot, but it's because I can't hear you, babe. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm the same. It is a little bit, uh, you guys, yeah, because they're all, all on the mobile, us two are. So, yeah, it is a bit tricky. Yeah, so Dan's, sorry. Dan's sorry having a bit of
1: a complex about the levels and all that kind of stuff. But we have. <laughs> we do need to preface by saying this is as low budget as it could possibly be, and it's yeah. just for fun and you kind of, if you want to listen, you just got to bear with it. It's
2: below budget. It's yeah. not low budget. It's it's below. We're in the minus, actually.
1: To be honest with you, <laughs> under the ground. Yeah.
2: Um, I've actually had to pay my um, my Optus bill to, in double because I'm doing this.
1: You have not. <laughs> you? And your, you've got issues with your phone, mate. At least he calls us. Yeah, exactly. Don't say that because no one needs to know that. It's not true. I'm joking. It's not because of the podcast. I did
2: have to pay my bill
1: twice. Oh, my God. Okay, but anyway. It's not because
2: of the podcast. It's because I have no, like I don't know how to deal with money.
1: Okay, so we oh, my God. And that is not a gem we're doing this week. So we are all three chicks in radio. We met at a random boot camp. We have fucking met once or twice at max, um, and we just basically chew the fat about things that we can't talk about with our co-hosts and our shows once a week, which brings us to episode 11. We bring a gem each. Girls, what do we got this week?
2: Uh, I want to talk about makeup, Christy. wearing makeup and not wearing makeup and uh, a little bit of a personal journey I've been on recently. And, um, yeah, I'm just interested to see whether you guys, yeah, kind of with me and, and whether it's, yeah, something that you've thought about as well.
0: Okay, yep, cool. Yeah,
2: cool. Loves it, loves it. Um, I want to talk about, I've noticed that I've been very cynical about having kids. And I just want to, like, put it out there because, yeah, there's some changes happening,
1: I think. What do you mean? Are you having one? I just
2: no, I'm not pregnant, and I'm not even close to it. But I feel like my heart's opening up again to the idea of having kids.
1: Okay, that's nice.
2: I think we'll
1: discuss. Okay, I had a conversation with a girlfriend about best friends in when you were a kid, and if that kind of obsession with your best friends, like I've had, keeps going through your life (laughs) if you kind of cling to it a bit. I want to, I just yeah, bang on about that for a little bit, see what you guys think. Nice. Okay. All right, Dan, you go first. I want to hear yeah, about yours. Yeah, I
2: feel like starting this week. Week actually. Um, okay. So I and I've I've made mention of this in one of our podcasts before about how I don't know, like in the last two years, I've I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it started. My, my viewpoint on having children really changed. Like I guess I went from being very young and seeing it as of course I'm going to have kids one day. I'm a woman, that's what women do. And I remember being in high school and having an argument with a girlfriend who didn't want to have kids and actually calling her selfish, going, how could you be so selfish to not want to mother something? Like, just these really crazy ideals. And now I've gotten to the point where I was thinking along the lines of, it's so selfish that people just simply want to have kids, whether they're ready to or not. Um, I've had this view that... um, we need to be thinking about the kind of lives that we're going to give to kids rather than, oh, my God, my body clock is ticking. I need, I love, I, I, I. Um, mm. So I guess it's, I've been a little bit negative about having kids. Mm. How long have you been negative about that for? A, year, a couple of years. Probably about two years now. And to the point where I was like, I've been saying things to myself in my head like, you know what, maybe I'm never going to have kids, Uh, maybe I'll just have a bunch of dogs or maybe I'm not meant to be a mum and have even started thinking, like looking at different things that I do and go, oh gosh, you know, I would hate to pass that on to my child or whatever. Like I've got, as you girls know, I've got a little bit of some body image issues and that's been my biggest fear as well because I'm a big believer that if you don't deal with your issues, uh, the probability of you passing it on to your kids is very high and I would hate to pass that on to, to... too much to a daughter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're but all... in saying that, lately, I don't know, it's almost like my heart's opening up like every time I watch a movie or a TV show, like I watched that Drew Barrymore interview um on oh, yeah. Oprah and I was just Ooh, like, yeah. oh my god, I just want to I want to do things differently, you know, have kids and do things right. And then I'm it's almost like a shocking, I don't know, It's weird. Could it be your the life situation two years ago, um, you know because you're busting your chops trying to you know climb a ladder and work your way up you know through an industry that uh, you know that's sometimes quite tricky and when moving in, is involved and you know mm. there's a lot of self sacrifice involved, and maybe you feel like you're at a stage where you are or could be soon quite content in where you are, and maybe that's mm. why your mind's opened up because you think. Personally, you yeah, could maybe. you could be happy or provide a child with with a better environment to go up in. Maybe it's just like where you're at at the moment and what's going on. Where it I'm really interested in, and I think this might answer where my head's at. I would. I'm actually really interested just to, to get your views on kids and where you guys are at and and how you view the whole becoming a mother thing.
0: Well,
1: I've been been really open about this on this podcast before, that I know I will be a mother. I am here to be a mother and it is really important, just as important in my career to be a mother. I have a fear that it may not happen, but then I kind of think anything I really want I make happen. So Mm -hmm. um, I have a fear about maybe doing it on my own then because I do Mm -hmm. almost know in my – I think I almost know – You know you don't know everything one hundred percent, but there are some things you really know. This feels like one of those. Like, having said that, though, without comparing myself to Oprah Winfrey, she is so maternal and doesn't have any kids. So I then also worry if I'm mistakening that feeling of constantly being maternal, constantly wanting to be that. I guess that kind of teachery maternal person. Mm. into that relationship with children. All? Is there any
2: fear in that? Do you ever, you know, because you've got a very strong personality and obviously you've got this maternal thing and you've just used the word teacher. Um, do you ever think, God, what if I'm, I'm too much? What if I'm For trying my to teach kids? too much and they want to rebel? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's just a, that's a, that's a your thing because I, you can only be, God, my parents, I could seriously sit there and really judge um, the kinds of parents they are or other parents and whatever. If you've got people that, you know, are raised with no money or that you're an axe murderer and they come out okay, then my kids are going to be doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's no point. No one is perfect. And every little soul has their own little story and their own little make- make-up. But in the end, they'll have their own little journey when they fly the coop as well. You know, like I think it's all a part of it. I don't overthink it. I think that's a part of the bit that I am really excited to see what could what could become that relationship and nah, never if it's too much. I, you know, my, I often think sometimes I wish my mum was more opinionated. Like, yeah. you know, so you, you never win. Like it's with parents, it's always, there's always going to be imperfections.
2: Would you be, and this is a question for both of you, would you be disappointed if you never had kids? I would. Like if you're 60 uh, and you look back and you go, I mean, uh, and that opinion may well change depending on, you know, the way that your opinion changes, just like yours has quite recently, Danny. But from Mm. from your standpoint now today, if you were 60 and looking back and you didn't have children, would you be sad about that? I would like to think. No, because I'd like to think that I would have fed like my maternal needs or my need to, 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 to be around children or to, to help someone or to, 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 I don't know. I would like to think that I would, feed, that I would have fed that desire in different ways if that, if that desire came into my life. Mm. What about you? Or though? if that desire was so strong, I just would do it. Like I think if I got to 60 and I didn't have kids, I would imagine that it's because the desire didn't become so strong that I had to do it.
1: But what was the does question, Chrissy? Would you, would
2: would you, you be regret sad it if you were 60 and you look back and you didn't have kids? Would you be sad well, about I'm not it?
1: 60, so I don't know. Yeah. But I guess um, as it currently stands today at 30 with what I where I would like to see my life progress, then yes, I would be because that's something that I want to incorporate in there. How, do I know what's going to happen in the next 20 years? Nah. I guess,
2: like there's, there's a lot more options these days, as you you mentioned before, Stacey, in terms of, you know, we have, you know, technology's come such a long way, and that kind of thing, and women not only being able to have a career first and have children later in life, the ability to do that and be a working mom, etc., but also to actually just have and raise a child on your own, that that's. That's a common thing now, yeah, and yeah. you know that that if you don't meet the man of your dreams and get swept off your feet, you don't have to have a one night stand with a creep. You, you know, just to fulfill a desire to have a baby, like you can, you can be a single mum and you can do it right. And I'm you can
1: really yeah solely do it on your own. I'm that, really um that's struggling awesome struggling with those stereotypes at the moment because I'm so progressive a lot of the time, and I but I grew up in in a real. um traditional home, you know, real traditional. And no, my mum my and dad aren't together, but I mean, just in terms of my family, we were kind of lower to middle class Aussies, you know, cousins, barbecue, you know, real traditional, everything you can kind of almost stereotype, you know. And so I was, you know, it, my dad cooked and stuff, but my mum kind of stayed at home with us. And a lot of the area that I grew up in are still, they're quite traditional. Even now, some of my friends are still quite traditional, doing similar things to what I grew up around. I'm just so different to that. I really struggle with the two. I really struggle. It's that nurture nature debate. I struggle with what I was presented with as what I should mm. do in life and who I feel like I really am, and I constantly battle that. So, See,
2: that's so interesting, Stacey, because I think a lot of my fear about having kids is because, my upbringing was so opposite to traditional, you know, like mm. I was born. Mm. My
1: oh, my God, Dan, we have, a, we have a difference.
2: <laughs> I know. Totally yeah, just, you know, first one ever. When she was 18. I didn't meet my biological dad till I was 20. Um, you know, like I have an adoptive dad and they, my parents went together for, for most of my life. And even though they're amazing people and I've been surrounded my whole life with so much love like mm. I have had so much love in my life and so much support but there's still parts of me that goes god what if I don't know how to do this properly like what if I don't know how to bring up a good stable secure but honestly family? does anybody no one know does. how to no do one it properly does. who hasn't done it before that's I don't think you do you just buddy you know you just trek on Girl, through and hope you're so doing the you. best that's it I just got to the crux of it I think that's it right it's there. It's your shit, my mate. Fear, yeah. You overthink it fear, and it's my fear of not being able to bring up an amazing human being. I'm getting really
1: emotional. I think it's also your fear of mm. have being you have you were different, you know, and not knowing if that means therefore you don't know how to do it because who knows how to do it and no one you know, we are all sitting here talking, doing the same job you know, living kind of similar lives and we all come from very different backgrounds. So you just don't know. You know, there's no, yeah. there's no, f- no childhood or, raise, or how you were raised necessarily means that you turn out to be a certain person. We all come from really different things. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That, was, that kind of felt good to get that out. It was quite full on.
1: You will be the best, Mum.
2: You really would be. You'd be the fun, Mum.
1: But you'd be so full of, like, love and light and, you know, I'm getting bullied. Well, let's just give compassion to the kid and let's do this. It'll be beautiful.
2: I would love to be that, Mum. I would love to. You God,
1: would be that, Mum. You would be that, Mum. It's
2: mom. been emotional. All right. Ooh, ladies, thank you.
1: Oh, that is hot in right, here. Let's
2: lighten things up. I want to talk makeup.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> Old maid will need some foundation to bloody cover up her bloody tears.
2: Well, I mean, this started, and obviously we all do the same job in the sense that we all, we all work in breakfast radio. So we, are, we all work very early hours and we are up early in the morning. And often what that means is that the rest of the radio station and the sales team and the managers are not in when we get here. So when I first started, I, you know, with those hours, you know, what I don't know what time you go, girls get up, but for me, the alarm goes off at 4.30. I used to get up in the morning and I'd have a shower and then I'd brush my hair That's and I'd put phenomenal. on makeup. Hey?
1: That's phenomenal. Shower, Yeah, I did it, honestly. I
2: still, I, I still have a shower, by the way. Yeah, but I would do that in the morning because the shower woke me up and I felt, I didn't feel comfortable without makeup and it was just such a normal thing to do that regardless of the fact that I was getting up four hours earlier or or three hours earlier than I normally would it was just like you get up you put whack a bit of bronze and I don't wear a lot of makeup but you just put a bit of bronzer on maybe cover up uh, over a couple of blemishes and mascara and you're ready to go Mm -hmm. it's only I don't know probably in the last 12 months that when I go back home to Melbourne and often I'll be driving back home straight from work and I don't wear makeup to work anymore for the fact that of how early it is. Often I'll bring my makeup case into work mm-hmm. and I will never even put it on anymore because I got to the point where I was like, well, everyone around work has seen me without makeup once, the gig's up, everyone knows what I really look like so I don't have to wear it again. And there will be days when I just feel like I want to wear it and I'll feel good you know, or just want to put it on. And there'll be days that I just, I don't give a shit and I won't worry about it. But it really hurt me when I went home recently and mum said, and she wasn't being nasty or anything like that, but she just said, jeez, you look so different without makeup. And, yeah, and I just said, mum, mum. I said, what do you mean? What do you mean, mum?
1: Maybe she shouldn't have had a kid. (laughs) "You
2: You just look different. And I thought about it and then, then I felt like I had to defend myself and I said... Oh, I would have be been like, oh, Mum, you made this face. Shut up. No, <laughs> no, Mum. Oh, my You know, I've just been on the road for four and a half hours and I'm tired and I've been driving and I've been up since 4.30 and it's a Friday and when you get up, you know, and you're working early hours and, you know, and I don't normally, you know, wear makeup to work and no one else says anything. And then I thought, hang on, why am, I, why am I... Why do I have to justify the fact that I'm not wearing makeup and, you know, sometimes those comments around work like, geez, you look tired today. I get that a lot because (laughs) I think... I, I'm always a mascara girl and I think I wore mascara every single day of my life since like year eight or nine. That when mm. one day when I didn't wear it, people would think that I was sick because I looked really like just under the weather. I hate that. Like at work, I hate it when, because I'm in the same boat as you, Christy, like doing breakfast radio, any, any beauty regime has gone out the window. Like I used to consider myself quite a stylish dress, dresser. No longer. Like, oh, my God. I sometimes, sometimes I, yeah, I know. Sometimes I I'm like, down. what
1: the fuck? I
2: get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag hit up quince slash upgrade for free shipping and 3 hundred sixty five day returns on your next order that's quince slash upgrade
1: what am i wearing
2: you are doing breakfast the breakfast show at this radio station if you could see what a clown you look yeah like. I'm like, I'm like shame on it.
1: yourself mole shame on yourself oh, I you just know what the thing is
2: but the worst thing is, Christy, let's like, just quickly, like, I hate it now when I do get dressed up and put a bit of makeup on. Everyone's like, Whoa, look ooh, look at What's Good. going
1: <laughs> on? you got a special day today. I know. I I mean.
2: Guys, shit. That, that,
1: what about that's this? I had I had a photo shoot the other day and had to do put makeup on after the show and then go yeah. out to the photo shoot. Then I had a farewell lunch for the girls at work and I get to the table and they were like, oh my. God, Stacey, look at your eyes. You've got these beautiful green eyes. I'm like, yeah, they've been in my fucking head for twelve months that you've known me. Like, are you joking me? They're the same no problem, eyes,
2: right? And, and I know like
1: this ugly duckling. they were looking at me like I'd more. come out,
2: like, like, like fuck, yeah. like I'd
1: come out and like I'd be, I'd had just had a bloody extreme makeover. Like that's what they and were I looking at me that. like. But they're not being nasty by that. They're trying to give you a. Oh, and I felt it was still said, lovely. I took it, but I was I like. Know. It's but when just somebody funny. Says you
2: look great. I don't know, and it's probably my own. Not, I'm not insecure about it, but you know, that second guessing yourself where you think, oh well, what are you trying to say that I look shit ass? You know, every other day because I don't normally wear makeup. No, but, but Christy, I
1: know I do, so I don't. I, <laughs> I do. don't bother. Breakfast
2: Radio mean to the ugliest. Yeah, I
1: don't. I don't. I just know that I look like shit. So if someone says I'm like look good. I'm like, yeah, I know, because I put a fucking bit of effort in, mate.
2: Yeah. See, the thing is, mm-hmm. right, I, you know, and if you, it's only quite recent that I've really let it go and I don't think that's a bad thing, I think I'm just okay with it now, like you know what we'll do sometimes with our you know, websites or with the shows that we do you know, having a photo taken not a photo shoot, but just like a shot in the studio of a a guest you interviewed and it goes up on Facebook, whatever I used to have the makeup there just in case I needed to put it on or just in case somebody important came in and recently we had someone come in and they took a photo and put it on Facebook and it was the most shocking photo. <laughs> it was this week. It's still up there. And the lights were like the downlight, was shining on my head. Like it was terrible, and I looked like a skeleton. Like my face is all white.
1: I saw that photo. I know what photo you're talking about. But really I only laughed it? because it's you really no, because bad. the light is right on your face, mate. Like give yourself a break. You've got like a, it looks like you've just been interrogated by the police. See, you've got you a spotlight on I'm your face.
2: About. But you know what the thing was when I saw that photo, I said I knew we had to really put it up because I knew it was going to, you know, people wanted to see it, and it was going to do well on our page. I just thought <laughs> I'm going to have to do it. I'm taking months for the team, and although I hated that photo of myself, I was mm. okay we putting it up, and I thought back to six months ago. There's no way I would have done that. See, I would good have just, for you. I would have lied.
1: I, I actually, I would have lied. to be honest with you, I look at it as work, so I don't. I'm not. You know, I think yeah. that's great that you do that. But if I, a photo's about to go up of me on Facebook, I will quickly put mascara on and some lip balm, and then Elliot can take the photo. Okay. Hey,
2: okay. okay, so I'm, I'm going to say something. This might be a little bit controversial, and I'm all for accepting what your face looks like and wearing no makeup and stuff. But you know what? I'm okay with a bit of makeup. Like, I don't...
1: I don't see it as like a negative thing or anything. No, I kind of see it like as work too. Our I, our jobs are so image focused. I don't think that's the that's the right thing. But I don't like know I, how much we can change. If I really can't be effed, I won't. But yeah, I know same. I'll feel better yeah. if I put a photo yeah. up yeah. and I put it on. And
2: I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like I've started doing this thing now where I just put tinted moisturizer
1: on. In the I put I use today. a BB I use a BB cream in the morning, and, and I put like my different eyebrows different on, and eyes. I put a bit of bronzer on. I don't put mascara on because I still rub my eyes because I'm that tired so yeah, I don't do yeah, that I
2: like it I, I have it a bit of a base studio,
1: and I then yeah studio
2: and I feel like it makes me I mean it gives me a bit of a perk in my step and I think I think it's positive well like I do it days that I can't be bothered I can't be
1: bothered I do it Christy know? because um I actually try and keep my headspace at my job as if it's just it's a job like everyone else it just so mm. happens that we work earlier but that doesn't mean I want to change everything like I yeah. want to kind of – I wouldn't – so when I was working at Nova in Melbourne, I was starting at 10 and I'd card in with heels and like a proper outfit because everyone yeah. was like that in the studio. I don't want yeah. to lose too much of that because not only is that – I still want it to feel like my job um, yeah. so I'm yeah. awake when I get to work and I'm kind of conscious but I also want – I love that <laughs> yeah. part of myself. I love fashion and dressing up and doing that. So
2: I do yeah. too but, in that, but at that time of the morning –
1: but no, I lay my I clothes can't... out the night before. Do you?
2: No. I do. Girl. Shun I it's not that bloody hard. No, nah,
1: every night before I go to sleep, I lay my clothes out. Everything, knickers, jewelry, it's all out ready to go. Oh really?
2: Yeah, I yep. need to start doing that. Yep,
1: yep. It's not
2: that hard to do. I don't know why I don't do it. Like, I don't it's not. It's not.
1: And good. you know what? Because then I don't Oh god, I couldn't do it in the morning. No way. Yes, no.
2: Do you shower in the morning? No. Nah. Oh, some days like something. I it, 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 never everything do. Everything changes. I'm not a methodical, Like I'm not a. It, my life. Yeah, I'm just different every day. I brush my teeth in there, so then it's not wasting time.
1: Okay, mate. We're going. We're moving on.
2: <laughs> just in case you wanted to know that, all.
1: I brush my teeth in there. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you sounded you like such a. Today. You sounded
1: like such a young mate then. Yeah, I show my teeth yeah. yeah. sometimes too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm delirious. Delir balls.
2: What are you talking about again? Best friends,
1: besties, hashtag BFF, besties, buffles. It's Ruffle the Mayo.
2: Sense.
1: Do you know what buffles is? No, no. don't. Best friends for life. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Do you have a best friend? Ooh, right up. You're gonna hit me where it hurts.
2: Yeah, I reckon you've got a ton of you you're like a best friend whore.
1: I am a massive best friend whore. And this is what I want to talk about. <laughs> Not so much now at the age of 30, but I've been a best friend obsession person since I can remember. I've had a best friend like uh probably since grade two. And it was I so actually
0: I actually
1: recall sitting at the bottom of Mrs. Deeming's feet in grade two and remember. Sitting in the front row, because I massaged her feet uh, when she sat there. Oh, and I was God. like, oh. Were you seriously that girl? Yeah, I told oh, you I was God. a real weirdo teacher's pet until about year eight. Anyway, I would, but I still had best friends. I still had best friends. <laughs> so I would put my hand, like I'm sitting really, really straight up, right at the front I of her feet, you right? All and then friends. my hand is next to where I'm sitting. Like tap, 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 tap. And then someone goes to sit and I'm like, no, no. Alan's sitting there. And and then you know someone would move move. move. No no no. Alan sitting here. You know I was that person. I hate
2: that now because in primary school I always wanted a best friend and I never ever had one.
1: Oh, (laughs) like I had little. You should have found me. No, I I would have had you back. Like
2: I had my friends that I hung out with, but like I always wanted to be part of the cool group. There was two girls that were best friends. They were called Michelle and Michelle. So although I had other best friends, I never recognized my poor other best friends because I just always wanted to infiltrate I they myself. became so
1: strategic with me that I had a best friend in high school and had a secret best friend and we no. couldn't I made her say to people that we weren't allowed to tell people we were best friends. Guess who is my best friend now? Her secret best friend? My
2: secret best friend. <gasps> what? And why? Why, why did it have to be secret? Was it because was a backup plan po- in case the other chick fell
1: through? No, she was definitely not a backup plan. But I don't know. I just felt like I had to be best friends with this other person, and then was I
2: popular was the other person more popular? Yes, yep. But you, but you but, you, but you. So I was strategic. To more, you connected. So you, to connect more. you were. I told you you were strategic at the age
1: of twelve.
2: Oh God, God. You
1: are did she know so
2: that so God. she knew she kept it a secret for you, so she obviously loved you as well
1: um we loved each other and we still do love each other, and she <laughs> yeah. is my best best friend like I was yeah. the,
2: that's a good friend someone that will yeah you know, is okay with being secret like that is loyalty right there,
1: uh, yep, yeah. and yeah. I hope over the years I have returned uh the loyalty to her. I certainly don't think I was doing it as a twelve ins- twelve year old insecure little messed up girl that's I definitely was. Very, very insecure in high school, very but insecure. You,
2: but would you agree with me that in primary school and high school and stuff, having a best friend was like a, its power? Like if you've Well, got for me, that, like, I had
1: no – stabi- I didn't have a lot of stability in high school. So I turned to my best friends a lot and I still do. I, my friends are my family. Like I imagine one day I'll have Christmas at my house and there'll be family there but I'll also have hopefully invite you know, for dinner, all of my mm. best mates too, because it's just so did important you, for me.
2: Did you guys have? Did you have groups of friends, Sophie? Did you have a group of girlfriends? I do have a group of. the
1: best? I do yeah. have a group of girlfriends. I've always had so many good mates. So I've already always had a few best mates on the go. I probably would have oh, almost a, a handful of best mates now. Um, I don't know, but that particular one is probably chief um and she was the secret in in great but it just is interesting <laughs> the insecurities for now it's like just i have different common interests with different friends and so yeah. they're all kind of level from that perspective because i'll you know we just have different things that i do with them one in particular is like a bit more of a work one and 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 another's you go to that person so it's not necessarily that you take and leave bits and pieces but i wouldn't put anyone in front of anyone, you know, and I've do you know Do you
2: know what that reminds me of? Remember MySpace? And you'd have your oh, top 10 yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. And it would change... Oh, so you would have easily. gone to town on that.
1: Oh, I did. I loved <laughs> it. it. I was obsessed with it.
2: Depending. Yeah, I was depending obsessed on who with, you're it. with it. And, and it, it was like I could like.
1: control people like they could yeah. know where they stood with me. How awful. Mm. Um, oh, but God. now you not I'm... bully at all at, at any
2: stage? Is, um, this is an
1: open forum here. Not at... No, so. no, no, no. I didn't bully anyone. I just was that this is all my shit. Do you know what I mean? Like I never made people well I hope I never made people feel, you know, uh better or worse than the other. This is all my own crap. Do you know what I mean? Like I need to have someone for myself next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I not agree. actually about making this someone feel person. shit over someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's never yeah. been about yeah. that. Um but at the same time, you know, like high school I, it was pretty different. Now it's just my mates, my mates, so, and obviously yeah. I'm closer with um, some than I am with others. But
2: and now you've got me and Christy, we're you new to YouTube. Yeah, it but that's mate? what I mean. Yeah. Like you
1: guys, oh, I speak to you about everything. So you've got, I've got like heaps. But it's just, I just found it interesting. My. Um, Obsession with it when I was young because I was talking mm-hmm. to a girlfriend about it. And she was like, I was exactly the same, and I, I still am. And I am one to throw around the bestie term a lot. And I think that that is because yeah. I've always been a little bit clingy to it because it does make me feel comfortable in life that I've I got do a think few that besties. You,
2: that's a really normal thing, though. Like, and yeah, to you know, and maybe like I would I definitely know that I have best friends although I do have a big group group of girlfriends from, you know, some from primary school, some from high school and from other places and whatever, mm. there are some that you would give that title and not others. But I think that title of best friends was a lot more powerful in high school. See, I, still t- was I was just now. about to say,
1: I still take it pretty seriously. Like I have a friend that's one of my best mates that I didn't go to high school with. And before I kind of really would call... You know him a best mate, and like you guys know who I'm talking about. One of my besties. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I would, I really thought about that. Like, I actually consciously thought about it. How weird is that?
2: I know that in high school there was a girl that I considered my best friend, but there was a girl that she had been friends with longer back from like kindergarten. And she would always make that quite clear that she already had a best friend. <laughs> oh. I think, no, it was, it was always, oh, think about so it now. Stupid. I'm like, how, like, you know, just stake that claim as if sorry, babes, I've already taken, you know, that when, and when that friend would get jealous, that the best friend term would get dropped around me quite a bit. And remember when we used to do this and, you know, we've got this big history together because I'd only kind of just become friends with this group of people. That that mm. title, I mean, it does hold a lot of power, and it can oh, include yeah. or exclude a lot of people in you when you. It, throw it can. Around. And it's when like you ask me, I was telling you guys about Michelle and Michelle in primary school, <laughs> <laughs> like I just wanted to be best friends too, and they're like, "Nah, your name's not Michelle; You can't be our best friend. <laughs> your name doesn't <laughs> rhyme with the <that>. house. <laughs> oh, no, it was really sad. Hey, just quickly, do you guys have a celebrity female that you want that you just know you'd be best friends?
1: Oh God, okay. Um. Oh, oh.
2: I used to, I used to have. Have a best friend crush on megan Gale. i'm a bit over her now no way really like oh megan that's Gale a no be that is such friend. a
1: vanity uh disgusting best friend crush She'd be
2: the hotter friend though oh, obviously she would be the hot one yeah but what I, I would
1: go for personality as opposed to that
2: no but i used to see her as a bit feisty see this nah. is why i say now it's changed but when she first started she was the underdog like she was the brunette that had to go to italy to make it <laughs>
1: You know, oh like my god, have you have I've overthought this. It. Hey, I've got enough of my own best <laughs> mates not to hurt. not fantasize over celebrities as my best mates. You, I've no, never thought of that. I've never watched a celeb and gone. I, I actually, you know I what have. I think of my girlfriends and I think about Nicole this. Richie, who would not want to? Oh be my happen. god, you no, see no. And I <laughs> fantasize about my girlfriends and I becoming celebrities, and then everyone talking about us because we're all the famous friends.
2: <laughs> I've always no, had an obsession I, to be in the confidential pages in the Herald
1: songs. Oh God, where the fuck did that come from, Christy? You <laughs>
2: <he> said about <laughs> being be best friends, And I, I said, I've always, I've always You want to be best that. friends
1: with Luke Dennehy uh,
2: who I'll hit him that? up on Twitter
1: <laughs> Hey, if you want to be in Confidential, Melbourne Confidential You need to know who Luke Dennehy is I just thought I'll hit him up on Twitter I've Oh, really you do know it. who he is Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you said Did you say you don't know who he is, Danny? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're not from Victoria. Please. Yeah, that's
2: talking about Luke.
1: Um, I thought Chrissy didn't know who it was. I'm like, mate, freaking step by step, that's the first thing you need to know. I've
2: been on I'm this quest so for so quite some that time. i that you guys don't have a celebrity person you want to be best mate, mates with. Like, mate, I, I, I
1: think answers. about everything and that is actually something I haven't but, thought of. I'm Can so shocked
2: about by me? that. I can't. You think of someone off the top of your head. I just want to be
1: best mates with my own mates. <laughs> I really love my mates. <laughs> I fucking fucked. love my mates. Everything for me. Saws pants. Hey, um. Oh shit! I'd love to be best mates with that that uh, CFM chick from Gosford.
2: Oh, she's Danny. I hear she's awesome. She's,
1: <laughs> she's cool. no Megan Gale
2: though. Hopefully not at five in the morning.
1: With no makeup on. Oh no, sorry. Tinted moisturiser. All right, oh, we're oh, out. It's been reels. With a Z. Hashtag BFF fun. forever. Forever,
2: ever, forever, Thinker ever. girls. Okay, if the you want to um,
1: continue any of this conversation or put your own feedback and get amongst it, uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls. See you next week.